You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. The final point we'll examine before we conclude is that there are claims that the Prophet ﷺ raised with his wife Aisha at Muraysiyah after the expedition of Banu al-Mustalaq. By the way, before, if you remember when we examined the biography of Aisha in, in three sessions, we mentioned the whole story of ifk, the accusation, you know, and we analyzed those hadiths. Was it really Aisha who was accused and Allah vindicated her? Or was it Maria? What was the story behind it? In any case, the story of Bukhari claims that this all happened here at Muraysiyah after Bani al-Mustalaq. When Aisha had a necklace and she lost it, she went searching for it, accusations were made against her. We've examined that in detail. And by the way, we've dismissed the common story that they narrate about Aisha. And we even gave evidence that it was Aisha who made the accusation against Maria. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala vindicated Maria. When she saw Ibrahim, that young baby, and how much the Prophet loved him, one day she came to the Prophet, she told him, Ya Rasulullah, that son does not look like you. And the whole story happened, Imam Ali, and she accused Maria of having an affair with her cousin, and the Prophet sent Imam Ali to verify it, and the truth was shown. We've examined this in detail before. But what's interesting is that they have narrated in their sources, that the Prophet raced his wife Aisha, he raced with her. Ahmad ibn Hanbal narrates this in his Musnad. And who's saying this hadith? Aisha herself, she's making this claim. She says that in one of the expeditions, the Prophet told the army go, I have some business to take care of. So the army left, they went forward, and she says, I was thin back then, I was not heavy. So he told me, let's race. So I raced with the Prophet, I beat him. Later, I put on some weight. And during the expedition of Muraysi or Bani al-Mustalaq, he invited me again to race him, but this time I had forgotten about the previous race. So the Prophet told me, let's race. I said, yalla, let's race. So because this time I put on some weight, he beat me this time. When he beat me, he told me this for that. Last time you beat me, now I beat you. Many, many such claims, my dear brothers and sisters, are found unfortunately in you know, m- books by other Muslims. And the aim of these books is just to show how Aisha was special and how the Prophet was infatuated with her and she was a special wife. We dismiss these claims. You think Rasulullah after a war battle, everybody's tired, they want to go home. And the Prophet delays the entire army. He tells them, go to the side. I've got some business. I'm del- he's delaying 700 people so he can race with his wife. Would a responsible man do that? I mean, imagine if you're on this army and you're dead tired. You want to go back to your wife and family. And the Prophet's playing with his wife in the desert. Wouldn't you be angry? Come on. I mean, you didn't find any other place to race your wife? We're, we're tired, we want to go back home. You're delaying us so you can play with your wife? 
That's not appropriate. See how they bring down the character of the Prophet just to bring up Aisha? They have outrageous, in fact, in fact, recently I was hearing one of their scholars, he was saying that the Prophet loved Aisha so much, such that when she would eat something, and that thing would touch her mouth, and I don't know, her saliva would go on that food, the Prophet would quickly take that and he would eat it. So that which touches the mouth of Aisha touches his mouth. Look at the disrespect to Rasulullah. Shouldn't it be the opposite? If the Prophet is the source of barakah and he eats something, you should go and eat from it. No, they turn it around. The Prophet was desperate that something that touched the lips of Aisha, he wants to eat it, he wants to touch it. What kind of nonsense is this? You're, you're reducing the status of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi by doing that. Yes, their mainstream tafsir of Surah Abasa is that the Prophet is the one who frowned. And we've examined this, by the way, in our class before. Yes? And if you tell them that it was someone else, like Uthman, they get offended. They have an issue with it. Rasulullah is okay. But Uthman, no. What kind of logic is that? What kind of mentality is that? You should sacrifice the whole universe for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi but no, they're not willing. They get agitated. So it's very unfortunate. So this has been claimed that the Prophet after this expedition, Muraisi or Bani al-Mustalaq, raced with his wife, but we dismiss these claims. Aisha was just trying to show that, you know, she's the special wife of the Prophet and even when he's at war, he was so infatuated with her, he has to play with her. That is not appropriate.